Hello, hello, and welcome to Unverified, the podcast redefining success on social media. And I hear you. That's a bold claim. So who the hell am I? My name is Coralie Trigger, and I'm an Emmy-winning digital creator, social media coach, and self-appointed social media mythbuster. Over the last nearly 15 years, I've worked with creatives and creative entrepreneurs all over the map, from zero to billions of followers. And here's what I've learned. Chasing vanity metrics like going viral, amassing huge amounts of followers, and getting verified aren't necessarily the things that bring lasting success. Don't get me wrong, they're super fun, it's a great little dopamine hit, but it's the people who set meaningful goals beyond those numbers who really thrive. This show is for small business owners and creative side hustlers like you who are the face of their own business and learning how to DIY their own social media. I'm interested in building strategies and content plans that suit not only your business, but your life, and even more specifically, this season of your life, because the best plan is the one you're actually going to implement because you feel good doing it, and it brings in real offline results. If you've been burned by hustle culture before, I promise this is the opposite of that. If y'all can believe it, it is nearing the end of October. I do not know where the time is going, but if you are a creative entrepreneur who plans your content monthly like I do, that means it's time for another monthly game plan. This is a podcast version of an interactive workshop that I lead live every month inside the Unverified Club. Our goal is to outline our content strategy for November while taking into account not only our business objectives, but also our lives, schedules, energy levels, and content creation abilities. Feel free to listen all the way through for inspiration or pause and plan along at your own pace. I am going to be referring to a few different documents, the Unverified Monthly Content Calendar, the Unverified Annual Social Media Content Planner, and the Unverified Social Media Habit Tracker. This is also a great episode to turn into a drinking game. (laughs) If you're a member of the Unverified Club, you can find all those documents in the resource library. If you're not a member, these workbooks are available at unverifiedpod.com slash shop, but you don't need them to be able to follow along today. Although I do think they are super helpful, but I did make them, so I am a little biased. All right, first things first. The first thing we wanna do is think about how much time and energy we have to dedicate to social media this month. And it's okay if it looks different than last month. It's okay if it looks different than it's going to next month. We're not writing anything in stone here. The point of this and kind of the core of the unverified method is that whatever time you're able to dedicate to social media is great. Half of that will go to being social and the other half of that will go to media. And what I mean by the social part of social media, that's the comments, DMs, things like that. And the media part is the content that you're publishing on your platforms. This is my air quotes, diet and exercise analogy. It's like when you're trying to be healthy, you wanna think about not only how you're moving your body, but also what you're putting in it. And for social, that is the social part and the media part. So back to the original question. How much time do you have to dedicate to social media on a weekly basis next month? No judgment. Once you have that number, I'd like for you to divide it by two. I promise this is the only math thing. One of maybe just a few math things we're gonna do today. So divide it by two and figure out how much time you have to dedicate to creating content, the media part of your social media strategy. As an example, I'll say, I normally dedicate 10 hours a week to social, but November is cuckoo bananas uh, with travel and holidays and I'm gearing up for some new business development things. So I'm gonna give myself some grace and say, girl, do six hours a week and you'll be good. So I'm gonna divide six by two. That's three hours for social, three hours for the media part of my plan. Now with your allotted time budget, what does that translate to in terms of posts? 
you'd be able to create and publish. If it normally takes you an hour to shoot or edit a video and you're budgeting the same time as me, that might be three video posts a week. Or maybe graphics and photos perform really well for you. And so maybe your three hour budget looks like two posts and two videos per week. Whatever you have time and energy for, that's what you should do. And I'll go back to my fitness analogy for a minute. Would it be great to afford a personal trainer for an hour every day? Yeah, of course. Would it be nice to get in a long run a few times a week? I mean, personally, that sounds like hell. But if you like going on long runs, that sounds great. But if you only have 15 minutes a day to go on a walk, is that better than nothing? Yeah, you should absolutely do that. Whatever you can do, you should do. Will you burn more calories and build muscle faster doing other things? Yeah, of course. But you want to do something to take care of your body. And in the world of social media, you want to do something to nurture your digital community. These are real people you're building relationships with. And we don't want a ghost, if at all possible. As a creative entrepreneur who is just getting started and doing most of this yourself, I understand that you have other things to worry about, like delivering your goods or services, showing up to networking events, hopping on sales calls, attending your book signings, managing your QuickBooks, paying your bills, building out a new workshop page, paying your taxes. All right, now that I'm just going down my to-do list, but you know what I mean, I get it, you're busy. Just let me know how much time you have and what you think you can create and we'll go from there. All right, we're gonna move on, but hold on to that number because we're gonna come back to it. For me, it's six hours total, three hours for social, three hours for media. Usually I can knock out three or four videos and a couple graphics in that time. So I feel safe planning on five pre-planned posts per week. We'll also talk about topical trending and off the cuff content later. Let's now jump to the unverified annual social media planner. This is a workbook, it's not a strategy, it's really more a collection of friendly reminders. So whether you fill it out once at the beginning of the year or you do it at the top of every month, you can think of it as a gift to your future self. I created it a few years ago when I had multiple clients forget about Earth Day and they were all very annoyed with themselves. So let's see what we have coming up in November. This is broken up into five categories and just make a note if any of these things fall into the Venn diagram overlap of who you are and what you care about and what your business's values are. You definitely don't need to post for every holiday or event as it is no longer 2005. <laughs> All right, this November we've got Thanksgiving. Well, every November we have Thanksgiving. Also Black Friday, Small Business Saturday, Cyber Monday, Giving Tuesday. So much around that holiday, around that Thanksgiving weekend for shopping. There are a handful of lunar-based holidays that float around this time of year too, so double check those. Our second category is month-long recognitions. I have American Indian Heritage Month and National Career Development Month. But again, if there's anything that's special to you, your business, your identity, go ahead and add that to your workbook. For special days, we have Veterans Day on the 11th, World Kindness Day on the 13th, and America Recycles Day on the 15th. I can't say I've ever intentionally celebrated that one, although I do recycle. <laughs> I might have to look into it. Next, we have a space for you to note any important work dates or industry days. So this could be any new product announcement specific to you, like a book launch, a product launch, an album dropping, a single dropping. I have a friend who reads tarot and dabbles in astrology, so she might note any interesting planetary things or moon phases happening. Shout out to at Melly's Terrace. If you're in production, Emmys or Emmy voting could be important. If you're a music artist, maybe Spotify wrapped is a thing. Those last two examples aren't for November, but you get the idea. Oh, also employee of the month or any conferences, those kinds of things. The last section is for you to note important personal dates. These could be birthdays, anniversaries, personal or work, 
Uh, going back to the Venn diagram I mentioned earlier, this is anything that you'd like to mention on your work account. So for example, one of my clients would be noting the date her husband passed away since her work centers around grief. If you're interested in widowed parenting, definitely check out at Lisk Jenny and her organization, the Widowed Parents Institute. Also, please feel free to pause if you need more time to think about these. I'm not going anywhere. Before I move on from this section, I just want to call attention to Thanksgiving. Please don't be the asshole American, okay? (laughs) Yeah, a lot of us gather with loved ones and express gratitude, and that's a really beautiful thing in a vacuum. But we're not in a vacuum, and it's also important to remember that Thanksgiving can trigger all kinds of pain for Indigenous communities. So I want to encourage you to be mindful and respectful and even consider amplifying Indigenous voices and perspectives if that's aligned with your values. Or at the very least, for the love of God, just nix the air quotes pilgrim and Indian clip art, okay? All right, thanks. Now we're going to jump to the unverified monthly content calendar. And if you're not looking at your copy, you can picture a month calendar layout. And on each day, there are eight drop-down menus and a place to write some notes. Typically, when you're putting together a social media plan for a larger organization or company, you have a bunch of separate documents, one for the strategy outline, one for the editorial calendar, which is kind of like what kind of thing is going out when, and then the content calendar, which describes individual pieces of content. But I like to see everything in one place, and especially working with creative entrepreneurs who are DIYing their own social media and prefer doing their work to posting about it, it's nice to have one place where you're reminded on a daily basis why you've decided to subject yourself to the dumpster fire that social media can be. That said, if it is overwhelming, please delete whatever doesn't serve you. The first thing we're going to do here is add in the dates from our annual planner that we don't want to forget. Next to each day on the calendar, there is a yellow highlight and a space for you to write notes at the top. Add those important dates there. Small business owners, don't be forgetting about Small Business Saturday. You don't have to participate if you don't want to, but don't not participate because you forgot. All right, now remember that post calculation we made earlier based on your availability and content creation skill level and how many posts we thought we could do each week in November? Some of you might be looking at three posts a week. Some of you might be looking at three posts a day. I'm probably gonna do around five a week, doesn't matter. The template has outlined one per day. So if you're doing more than one, just copy and paste additional ones. If you're doing less than one post a day, go ahead and delete those days you don't wanna post. It doesn't matter to me what days you post, none of this content's linear. Also, if you're afraid to commit to a day, don't be, you can always move this stuff later. (laughs) One of my clients who is just getting started and is in kind of a social media adjustment period recently shared that this is her favorite activity, going into the calendar and deleting every day except Monday, Wednesday, Friday. (laughs) And I totally support it, clear it out, whatever works for you. Now, with all these drop-down menus staring at you, this would be a good time to remind ourselves why the hell we're doing this. Why are you subjecting yourself to social media? If I could wave a magical social media wand, what would be the offline results of your social media efforts? Maybe you're interested in raising awareness or monetary support for a cause. Maybe you're interested in closing more clients, selling more products, booking more speaking gigs, gathering bigger crowds at your book signings or shows. Feel free to pause and think about this one. Let yourself daydream a little. Now we've got six content-related drop-down menus for each day. Let's work through them one at a time. First up, let's make a list of our business objectives. I put in some placeholders like building brand awareness, booking client calls, driving web traffic, but add your own. For me, some of my business goals are workshop registrations, discovery call bookings, clicks to stream the podcast, and email list building. 
whatever post we're gonna create for that day is going to support this business objective. The next drop down menu is platform. Are you posting on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Twitter? I mean, X or whatever, <laughs> threads. YouTube and Pinterest are more search engines, but sometimes it makes sense to repost your vertical videos on those platforms. So you can add that to the drop down menu if you use those. November is usually pretty chaotic across the board, so I don't usually recommend trying a new platform around this time, but if you want to, I'm not gonna stop you. My personal drop-down menus are TikTok, TikTok and Instagram Reel, just regular Instagram feed, and LinkedIn. I do stories more organically day of, and I don't really think about those ahead of time. If you're not sure what platforms you should be on or if there are any new ones worth exploring, that is something we could definitely get into on a one-on-one call or in the Unverified Club. The third drop-down menu is audience. Now, if you're feeling overwhelmed or you're relatively new to posting, you can skip this one for now. Just come back to it in a few months. However, if you are posting pretty regularly and checking off the social media habit tracker and you're not getting the kinds of results that you want, this third drop-down menu is usually where we can solve that problem. The audience drop-down menu is broken up into awareness levels. There are five, but you can update them with descriptions or avatars. If you aren't familiar with audience awareness levels, let's run through them together. The first is unaware. I asked ChatGPT to write out audience avatars for me, and this is what it had to say about the unaware audience for unverified. Meet Jane, a passionate jewelry maker who pours her heart into creating unique pieces. She's active on social media, but feels like something is missing. She's not quite sure what social media can really do for her business and is on the verge of giving it up altogether. She thinks it's all about dancing on TikTok and keeping up with trends. What Jane doesn't realize is that there is a way to use social media to amplify her business without the added stress. (laughs) I love ChatGPT. When you are thinking about your own unaware avatar, think about who they are and what their life might look like if they are completely unaware of the problem that your product or service solves. The next awareness category is problem aware. This is what ChatGPT has to say about the problem where audience for unverified. We're back to Jane. Jane has realized that her sporadic social media posts aren't doing much to drive business. She's overwhelmed, feeling like she's wasting time and is ready for change. She knows there has to be a better way to approach social media without adding to her stress and spinning her wheels. When you're thinking about your problem aware avatar, think about what are the common problems or challenges that your potential customers face that your product or service can solve. The third awareness level is solution aware. This is what ChatGPT has to say about the unverified solution aware avatar. After doing some research, Jane has discovered that a strategic social media presence could be the answer. She's learned about different solutions like consultations, one-on-one coaching programs, and group memberships designed to help entrepreneurs like her. She is intrigued, but is not sure which is the right path. When you're thinking about your solution-aware avatar, you can think about what types of solutions are available for the problems and challenges you mentioned earlier. This can include solutions that your business offers and possibly others in the market. The fourth awareness level is product-aware. This is what ChatGPT has to say about the unverified product-aware avatar. Jane came across the Unverified Club and was impressed by the promise of stopping the overwhelm and starting to enjoy social media. She appreciates the inclusion of educational resources, live coaching calls, and a community of like-minded entrepreneurs. She also sees value in the one-on-one coaching program and a one-off personalized audit and consultation. 
When you're thinking about your product aware avatar, think about your unique selling proposition, your USP. What makes your product or service unique or better than other available solutions? And at number five, the most aware. This is what ChatGPT had to say about the most aware unverified avatar. After joining and attending a few live sessions in the Unverified Club, Jane is fully aware of the benefits and is actively participating. She's utilizing the resource library, engaging in the community, and has even signed up for a one-on-one coaching session, which she can get at a discount as a perk of being in the club. She's seen the testimonials and success stories from other entrepreneurs and knows she's in the right place to amplify her business and control her social media stress. When you're thinking about your most aware avatar, think about your success stories and testimonials, even case studies from previous customers. Who has benefited from your product or service? It's important to meet your audience where they are and bring them along for the ride. And it doesn't have to be super complicated. I was working with a chef the other day, shout out to At Feast by Louisa, she's so incredible. And we were talking about how to create videos to promote her cookbook, and we didn't really have to change the meat of her content at all. No pun intended there. It was really all about how it was introduced. So notice the difference between starting a video with, hey, even if you're not great in the kitchen and you haven't experimented with Persian spice blends, I've got you covered. Versus, if you cook with saffron all the time, you probably already know ABC, but have you tried XYZ in my cookbook? Blah, 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 blah. See how different kinds of people are gonna stick around for different reasons? The business goal could still be cookbook sales and the platform doesn't change, but how you're talking about it based on the audience does. The fourth drop-down menu is online goal. And the point of this one is to remember to be mindful about your human connection intention with this piece of content. And there's a lot of overlap here, but what I mean is, are you trying to educate, build authority, entertain, feature a product or service, build trust, build community, just have fun, try something new? I do encourage you to select try something new at least once a week. That muscle of being able to try new things without freaking out is a good one to exercise on a regular basis because it seems like these platforms are introducing new features every time we turn around. The fifth drop-down menu is your content pillar. You might've heard people refer to these as content buckets, same thing. The analogy I like to use for content pillars is if you think of your brand or business like a newspaper, these would be the sections. For example, my sister is a makeup artist, shout out to at makeup by Shanna Marie. And when we did this exercise a while back, her pillars were everyday makeup, character makeup, skincare, ethical products, and film and TV storytelling makeup. Another example, I worked with a really incredible reconstructionist rabbi, shout out to at Rabbi Jessica Schimberg. And her pillars at the time were high holidays, Jewish traditions and rituals, Judaism and nature, Jewish history, and reproductive healthcare. Pretty much all of her content fell into one of those categories. The last drop-down menu is for content type. Pretty self-explanatory. You can select video, photo, text, graphic, audiogram, although I don't know who listens to audiograms, links, screenshots, whatever you need. I'd recommend leaning heavily on video if you can, just because that's what platforms are pushing out and it's also easier to get to know someone through a video than a photo, but do what feels good for you. If you don't feel like you're connecting with people or like really building meaningful relationships, I'd try video. If you're strapped for time and your graphics and photos do okay, do that. No judgment here, whatever works for you. So once you fill this all out, you'll know exactly why you're posting each day, where you're posting, who you're talking to, the goal of the video, how it fits into what you talk about, and what the format is. 
And this is a lot of information. It might feel like overkill, but I found that when my clients are in the day-to-day of running their businesses and just generally disgruntled by everything to do with social media and content creation, (laughs) that having these reminders on every day of the calendar can be really grounding. All right, and just a few more things to get through, I promise. There's a little section for text, and this is where you can go back through and make a note about what content ideas fit into the criteria you've laid out for each day. If you're in the Unverified Club, you can use the 250 Idea Generator Workbook in the resource library. I'm also a big fan of ChatGPT. You can go through your past content too for ideas that performed well. So many options for content ideation. I should also do an episode about that. Once you lay out all your ideas, it's time to make it happen. Some of my clients do one big batch per month. Others do once a week. I, of course, support whatever works for you. Personally, I usually make everything once a week or once every two weeks uh, because then if I get inspired and I wanna participate in a trend or respond to a comment with a video, I have the energy to do it as it comes up. Same with stories, I don't plan those. So now you know what days you're posting, why you're posting, what the intention is behind each time you show up on social and what that content looks like when someone swipes up on their phone and your account shows up. Whatever you decide, put it on your calendar and do your best to honor that commitment to yourself. Hang in there, we're almost done. All right, the last two drop down menus for each day are your progress tracking for both being social and posting media. I'll have to do another episode on the ins and outs of being social on social media, but the idea here is you can watch the bottom two drop down menus turn green as you make progress throughout the month. It's like a grown up sticker chart, (laughs) and I love those things completely unironically. I talk to creative entrepreneurs who are DIYing their social media all day, every day. Actually, that's not true. I don't know why I wrote that. I just work Monday through Thursday, but if you're interested in one-on-one help, putting together your plan for next month. A link to book a call with me is in this episode description. And if you prefer learning and accountability in a group setting, I encourage you to check out the Unverified Club. That's all from me. Happy November posting, y'all. Today's episode is brought to you from The Russell, a historic East Nashville church transformed into a -a one-of-a-kind boutique hotel. The Russell's mission is to give back to the Nashville community through their Rooms for Rooms program by donating a portion of each stay to local nonprofits who are helping those experiencing homelessness. Visit russellnashville.com to book your experience today. Unverified is produced by Trigger Creative and edited by Matt Fields with special thanks to Shanna Marie.